And we're back on the bears. Back on the bears, mate. <laughs> After um, dry jam. Well, so... it was like dry four days or something like that, I think it was. Since the pod and me drinking was about four days. Yeah, so what date are we on now? The 12th. So in our last episode, and we've changed the format a little bit now, haven't we, in terms of we're no longer like we used to traditionally record on the Thursday yeah. and post on the Friday, whereas we changed it slightly. So because one of our like we didn't record on a Thursday did we end up doing it on a Friday which yeah. we are doing again tonight but what we now do is record on the Friday and then post it the following week don't we yeah so because, we've got like a, a an episode in lieu type yeah, thing so like we posted today but we recorded last week and this way this format works we always have an episode banked yeah in case, in case we can't record or whatever it's, and a, then, it's a good idea you know, man. it's a good system very professional no it is and um, so we, we've basically done that which has a uh, worked really well because we recorded obviously tonight and we posted today yeah. and then this episode will go out next week and as well like we said we don't really talk about anything topical so it doesn't really yeah, matter, it doesn't matter it? it's it? not going to be out of date but then again we, we I don't know like not really because I was thinking for example have you watched um, Saltburn yeah because I was thinking if we spoke about that and then but it's still going to be like a thing next week it's yeah, more true. trendy this week and it's to talk about but we should speak about that a little bit later on but I just want to obviously intro the app today's episode is going to be about suppression emotional suppression even this is something that we've both been culprits of throughout our lives yeah and, definitely you know it's it's a very just an interesting topic to even speak about because obviously off the top because you know I'm super unorganised you write all the notes every time I turn up you go have you read all the notes and it's always no no um, so you know off the top suppression for me is it's just it's massive in the sense of like it's not good to suppress obviously because again I, I always end up going back to certain episodes and uh, referencing certain things but I know when we spoke to Ewan he was saying about it's good to like express stuff and not suppress because I know it's obvious but you just end up exploding and I'm guilty of doing that so many times like, yeah you think you can but, hold it down by the sheer willpower but, like, I, I'll try and suppress so much stuff in terms of like could even be like in work or at home with the kids and stuff and I'm trying my hardest I, I'll know I'm being triggered or something's irritating me but I'm trying my hardest to keep a lid on it because I know that's what everyone wants from me. Yeah. Like, you know, especially my partner, like if I'm fucking getting stressed and getting triggered and being miserable and stuff, not happy marriage and all that kind of stuff. So I know I've got to try to do that. But in 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 terms of doing that, I'm also suppressing certain stuff and, you know, certain feelings. Like, you know, sometimes it can be minor shit and then like, yeah, you should not let it bother you or get to you that much about where it ripples into your life or whatever. But sometimes like I don't know. Some, I don't even know. Like, instead of suppressing, sometimes what, what do you do? Do you do you just go and put your head in a pillow and scream? Like, <laughs> well, you know? I, I mean, that wouldn't be a bad idea because it would mean that you wouldn't have a go at your partner. You wouldn't have a go at your children. You'd just go and do that into a pillow and then come back downstairs fresh as the daisy. That's but true. would you know? Would you would your missus be like, why the fuck have you got to go and do that? And it's like, well, I'm, I do that so I don't fucking bark at you. There is, that but, too, I, isn't but there? I suppose as well, you, you just have to find an alter ulterior way to express said emotion yeah I, th I think a big thing for me at the minute because you know i'm going through this whole um like journey 
or whatever you'd call it of like being tested you know for um gonorrhea <laughs> no i've already got gonorrhea <laughs> um you know because like i've said um for quite a while i've been thinking that there's something not right in the old brain um you know on the like neurodivergent stuff that we spoke about in previous episodes and stuff like that but you know i've always kind of thought and even before doing this podcast but this podcast has like enlightened me after having conversations with certain people about you know what what could it be that is wrong with my brain why do i get triggered by easily with certain things and um i did used to think is it just child trauma but then i started to think could it be some form of ptsd from the upbringing and then i've recently been thinking a lot is it just severe fucking anxiety which would make a lot of sense from even conversations we've had before about being in a lift and wanting to rip our faces off. Yeah. That's like nail on the head anxiety, do you know yeah, what I mean? There is something called a high functioning anxiety as well. Yeah, like there's all levels of it. And I think yeah. for quite a while anxiety got used as a fucking buzzword where Man, you just you where people just scene. go, I've got anxiety and then it'd be like, fuck off. No, you're just nervous. Dickhead. And like, it's normal to do. Do you know nervous. what I mean? And then yeah. for that I used to hate the word anxiety. And if anyone ever used to say, I've got anxiety, I'd be like, No, you're just nervous or like you're yeah. fucking shitting yourself a bit or do you know what I mean? And I used to be like sometimes if I get that, that's good to get that because it shows I'm passionate about it. But like I've noticed it more in, ter- in terms of certain things like I constantly have to have music on all the time me too and um, if, I'm in, if I'm in work or on public transport I have to have my earphones in or you know whatever some form of music podcast I always have to kind of like keep my brain ticking in a way it's distraction like, isn't it I need, distra- I need distraction I need distractions from fucking triggers and that's how bonkers does that sound like so if I, if I go a day because there's this thing called um can't remember the abbreviation of it. It's like E T something, but it's it's exposure therapy. No, no, not exposure therapy. Um, it's like it's called something like EST, like exposure shock therapy, something like that. It's not okay. that, but it's something like that, and it's a form of um, <clears throat> it's a form of um, not treatment, but something to get you over certain things. And it's basically like say if this is a really bad example but if you think you're a paedophile <laughs> wait what you'd be encouraged I didn't until now <laughs> you'd be encouraged to be around children do you know what I mean to like get them thoughts out of your head and stuff or if, if you was really afraid of germs or if you was afraid sorry these are better examples actually if you was afraid of germs and stuff they did encourage you to be in an environment like a farm or something where you're going to get dirty and it's like you, you you're exposing yourself to them certain triggers but in a, t- um, in a tiny but it's like it, but it's like it helps you in some ways and that that's like one one good thing for me would be to go and sit in a fucking play center all day do you know what i mean because i'm well, going to kill in, myself with, with at the no, end of it with no music on just just observe. yeah like because I've, I've, I've spoke about this in the past and i know we're going I'm going off on a huge rabbit hole, mate. Don't like that. I love rabbit holes. Love rabbit holes. So it's funny actually. I just looked at the notes and actually <laughs> rabbit holes. Uh, the first word is it's even rabbit holes. But anyway, um, yeah, like I've spoken before in when I was not, it weren't in therapy. It was when I was getting the the possible when I was doing the meeting about getting diagnosed and stuff like that. And he was taking notes and everything like that. I was speaking to him about certain triggers and certain stuff that I struggle with. And I said, one thing for me is if I go to work and I've forgotten my earphones, 
I'll start to get really bad anxiety. And, you know, I've not done it in years because I won't let myself forget them. I'll always yeah. remember AirPods. Pack them the night before or something like no, that. But I have it next to my laptop and obviously because we work remote and I have to put my laptop in my bag and go to work when I do. Everything on my desk gets put in my bag, so I can't forget it. But in previous companies, before we had AirPods, I used to have headphones. Like, um, maybe to put on your head, not in your ears. And um, I remember I forgot them once on my way to work, and I was like panicking so much. When I got to work, I uh, parked up, and I was like, nope. And I drove to a shop nearby and bought a new pair of earphones no way. just for the day because I was like, I can't do a full shift just listen to fucking background noise bollocks like and shit and get triggered you're not alone there mate honestly slopping the lips and shit like it makes me the the best way to describe it makes me want to get a knife out and fucking cut my nose off or something like I'd rather just (laughs) I'd rather right what about your ears and you won't be able to hear anything just anything to get me out of the room to fucking A&E I'd rather (laughs) just sit there at my desk and shit my pants (laughs) I thought it was a fart (laughs) I I thought it was safe shit myself (laughs) yeah I've got to go got to go home and get some headphones I'll be back with some clean undies and headphones (laughs) But yeah, mate. I can just imagine like loads of like random workplace chat going on, and you just shout, "Shit myself!" <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. Exactly that, mate. <laughs> so yeah, um, just looking at looking at the notes. There. So I've got I've got another rabbit hole. That, yeah, sorry, that, that, my, that, my extended intro rabbit hole, fucking shit in my pants stories, kind of uh, <laughs> went went off on a bit of a tangent. But well, this is what happens when I don't read the notes. You get you get these fucking shiny little gems. But I, I think this is, this is the best. I think I think you not reading the notes is good. It is, but then I start to get anxiety that I've not read the notes, and because I'm shit at reading, I'm fucking <laughs> dumb as fuck. I try to read the notes and it don't go in, so I just end up like seeing a word and being like, oh yeah, I'll talk about that. But anyway. That's, that's good though if you just spot a learning on when it's out about that that's good but yeah. the notes aren't there to, 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 to read they're there to inspire no it is mate and you know I love that you do all the notes and everything and uh, it does gives us a good direction for the app yeah. which is good yeah, that's what, we, we obviously need a bit of direction and stuff like that don't we but I, I like that you, you don't come in as pre organised as me but that's because me and you are very different in them senses yeah, exactly. we're both very organised but in different ways like, yeah, I'm yeah, organised yeah. in the sense of like you were like have you read the notes and I'm like nah because I've just been mad busy all day because you know and you're you know I'm the president of the United States busy doing what like, I've been like three months so like, <laughs> well yeah <But> other <laughs> stuff too um, but yeah my rabbit hole right yeah. is I feel like uh, depression and anxiety get sort of intertwined almost just by association yeah. if, if you like if, if someone says like oh yeah suffer with uh, anxiety and depression it's like you get one and the other just by being associated however I personally feel that the one that should be associated most frequently with anxiety is suppression Yeah, suppression and anxiety because if you think about it if you're internalizing all your emotions you're creating a sort of boiling pot internally Mm -hmm. so you're just bubbling at maybe like seven out of ten just just constantly and that is going to make you very anxious about what is it going to take for me to get those other three points to make it a 10 out of 10 and i'm just going to fucking erupt so suppressing emotion anxious about when or who or why 
is going to make you um, get to that boiling point and sort of go over the edge. Definitely. But yeah, I think suppressing your emotions. Yeah, that's kind of what I was speaking about before. Like your emotions, not necessarily emotions, but for me, it's more like, yeah, it is a bit. It's dare I say it, another rabbit hole coming in. It's not a rabbit hole, like it, but it's 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 linked because you just said emotion then, and it made me think of something. what I'm going to say ain't going to make a whole load of sense because it's not got a lot of structure to it but um, as I mentioned before I listen to fucking podcasts constant now I rarely even listen to music anymore which is mad because I only ever used to listen to music whereas now it's just podcasts fucking FC mate so I was listening to Sir Dave Brailsford the other day the new like um, it's kind of like well, I can't remember what his role is but he's like, he's like the CEO or something not the CEO but it's something high up in um, fuck I'm, I'm struggling today with the connections in the brain to like <laughs> connect the dots Ineos who have just taken who bought 25% of Man United right okay. so he's, he's within that and he's, he's, he's the one who does all the marginal gains and stuff like that and I was listening to a lot of his philosophies proper interesting guy man intelligent he's the one that took um, team GB, GB um, cycling from like here to there like before he took over with his team he had like one um one gold medal uh yeah no I, I, I've I've, yeah. I've, uh, I've listened to, to him I know he's got the really team mean. he got him up to like the, the 18 medals and he's never won a Tour de France before and after he took over he won like 8 Tour de France because he, he made like minimal marginal gains marginal so instead of like improving yeah. a massive area of yourself it'll be like why don't you improve this this and then this so as, as, as a collective be, it'll might be like yeah. what time you go to bed and be like 11 o'clock and he goes like we're going to go bed at 10 o'clock tonight and then we're going to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and then we're going to start the day at this time maybe try and eat this for this do you know what I mean and it's all them little tiny things and it's it, it, it essentially like boosts your performance yeah, it's, like a, it's be, like a science to it in itself isn't it? it's kind of what Ewan does yeah you know maybe I mean? yeah. kind of like that but you know on, on different like scales um, obviously because he's got a huge team behind him as well but what I was going to say in relation to the bit where you said about emotion, he says that a lot in his, um, he's got like a core value, I can't remember what it is, it's like four letters and each one stands for something. Um, I think it might, I think it's actually core, um, but like they all stand for like ownership. And oh, so is that, stuff like, like, a, that. like an anagram or something they call it? Something like that. Some of them bollocks, but when you listen to it, I was getting like so like fucking inspired listening to him. But he, he said one thing that really resonated with me. And it, it's a bit similar to like the chimp paradox and he says about not responding with emotion and like you just said then about emotional suppression yeah i felt like them two go hand in hand because he says that and that's one thing i do quite a lot and he says because say if you and the missus she comes home and she says something to you being a bit arsy and she's you know she, she's talking to you through her emotions and then you can either and it's very similar to the chimp paradox but you can either respond intelligently and be like and I know she's had an hard day, she's on the fucking blob. She probably wants a fucking argument. And, you know, so I can even be like, take this approach yeah. and resolve it, kind of put an arm around her and be like, yeah, okay, like, no worries. Um, I'll do the dishes. You know, all that bollocks. Or you can respond with emotion and be like, who are you fucking talking to, you dickhead? And then 
Like, it's chimp v chimp then, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it's so true. And that's one thing I've been doing a lot of recently. And it, it's mad because I, I can't remember now whether it was before the podcast when we were talking or on the podcast. But I was saying something about that, about that, saying something about that whole chimp parody. It was before it was talking about, I think it was talking about, you know what? It weren't even you. It was, it was before. <laughs> it was before we're coming your house. I was on the phone to Bill, and I was saying to Bill about like chimp paradox and everything. And like we've listened to all these things, and none of them going. Do you know what I mean? You can listen to it until your fucking balls are blue as fuck. And I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> like a lot, of the, they don't go in. Like you learn little snippets from it. Yeah. And you can try and put them into practice as much as you want. But like we say all the time, you can't be perfect every day. No. And that's where. That's why the bitches need to understand, mate. You can't be perfect every day. Give us a fucking We day try. Off. We fucking I mean, try, don't we? It, it is mad. And again, rabbit hole. FC, troubled rabbits, mate. <laughs> <laughs> every time my partner's having an off day, she might be being a bit mm, with the kids or mm, I've got her. You get it. And I'm like, it's okay. Go down a fucking line on. It's yeah. I get it. It can be little cunts. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but when it's the other way around... <laughs> Worst hey, dad hey, in the world. No, stop it. You're, you're in the Frick. wrong. Yeah, you're up. In. Anyway, that's me. Take the mic away from me because I'm going to get myself in that, trouble. Absolute, <laughs> absolute fucking starting gender wars. Oh, Mad, mate. But yeah, um, emotional suppression. So that, that's what I was thinking on it anyway in terms of the responding with your emotional rather than... The, the human, which would yeah. be the logical yeah. And Yeah, I just think suppression's a horrible thing, but suppose... That's why kids are twats, mate, because they don't have that suppression thing. They're the little narcissistic fuckers, and they just go about the day doing what the fuck they want. And if yeah, we did that, think the world we'd be happy, around them, don't but they? the world would be fucked if everyone was like that. So is it good to suppress in some ways? Because if you don't suppress and you just go around being like, come, fuck <laughs> you, dickhead, you man, and stuff like that. I suppose, though, but it's like, if, if you're going to choose to suppress from a logical perspective, like maybe your bosses just give you an earful yeah. and you know you want to keep your job so you're going to go okay no yeah, so problem you know that you have to suppress you know that you have to suppress that situation you just fucking but... karate chop them in the neck like <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. out your job you, know, yeah, you exactly. can't pay your bills yeah but... there's, 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 there's more knock on effects for you expressing that emotion rather than suppressing it but even though if you've chosen to suppress that which in that situation was the absolute right thing to do you're still not going to be able to sort of keep that in if you know yeah. what I mean, you need to find some method of when you've chosen to suppress. You obviously you would have been really angry that your boss would just give you an earful. You need to then go and do something that's gonna give you that release, what which you do? I'm going to talk about in a second. Okay, because like emotional suppression as like this this isn't a definition. It's just something that I found online that I think might. Um, make it easier for people to understand because some people might not even know what, what it is. Uh, so emotional suppression happens when uncomfortable thoughts and feelings are pushed out of your mind. People do this in a variety of ways from using distraction, watching TV, listening to music, numbing through drugs or alcohol. But people are often channel strong emotions like your angers and like your, your, your frustrations and the, the stuff that requires you to just shout basically. Yeah. Uh, into physical activity like going to the gym boxing running something like that but that's not emotional suppression and then it's called 
reappraising emotions, which is when you use those emotions that are anger, <clears throat> the bad ones, basically. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind when you, when, when you just said what you said, then it, the first thing I thought of Wayne Rooney, prime Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Like, because it felt like when he got angry, he was at his best. And he yeah, used, he played better. Like, the last thing you'd want to do was piss him off because you knew he'd play better. He'd run and run and run. Whereas I, I feel like when he had kids, like mid-twenties, he kind of like... Did he lose his edge a ditched bit? Ditched a bit because of, you naturally kind of do lose that fire a little bit when you have kids, I think, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. Because you know you you, they're looking up to you and you can't be doing reckless shit because you've got kids and it's obviously... And as well, you're more likely to get hurt, potentially. You yeah. know, imagine if he went to like a tackle and he couldn't walk or whatever and he's yeah. got kids and stuff. But yeah, the, the reappraising of, of emotions is the, the benefit, the advantage to, let's say in that situation where you've just got bollocks off your boss, you suppress, which is the right thing to do because you want to keep your job, you want to keep paying your mortgage, keep putting food on the table for you and your family. And then going home, you say to your missus, I need to fucking go downstairs and maybe get on, if you've got a punching bag in your house, something like that, yeah. go downstairs. Five minutes of just fucking wallying that. They, they even say golf's good for it, don't they? Because you can take that frustration out when you hit the it, ball. It's and true, stuff. but golf is a very frustrating game. No, it is. So, so it kind of like it, it, it's a double-edged sword. If you yeah. go there and you play fucking wank, you might come home feeling worse. Yeah. So That's go, golf is a, is a hit and miss. If you're good at it and you can you can literally like yeah. smash the ball beyond fucking recognition, then do it. But if you're <laughs> shit at it, like <clears throat> me that could just elevate my anger more. Yeah, so, of course. So for you, FIFA and amateur is your... FIFA and amateur, if, if I had a console. Rage. But yeah, but, but no, my, my my thing is what I do, is I, I go for big long walks, walks. And, and listen to books. Because you're good, you're good at walks. I, that's, that's the only fucking thing I can do. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I, lo- I love reading. No, that so is my, my... I associate... When, when, when I'm feeling, getting a bit antsy or whatever, similar to my son, really, that if I'm getting a bit antsy and the house a bit cabin for you, which I'm like, out. I need to get out of the just, house. I'm the exact same. So I bang on a book, uh, an audio book, sorry, and then I just go for like fucking 15,000 steps, mate. Right? It's class. And I could come back and I feel exerted. You know, the best thing as well is because your job allows that in, in the sense of you don't start work till 12. Yeah, exactly. So you can, obviously, like when the kids are in school slash nursery or whatever, you literally can. You've got that three-hour window where you can just fuck off and, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I switch off from, like, the sort of world. It's it's amazing, mate. Honestly. Yeah, just to finish off uh, the the recon that I did, that suppression emotions can have detrimental effects on well-being. And research also suggests that chronic emotional suppression is associated with increased stress levels, decreased psychological well-being, Difficulties with relationships and even ex- uh, exert physical symptoms if you suppress emotions. Yeah. We've got another rabbit hole coming up as well. This episode shouldn't be called suppression. It should be called rabbit, rabbit hole. <laughs> 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 but, because I think you asked, a, asked it before, like, you know, about kids being, like, narcissists yeah, and stuff like no, that. Yeah, no, I did mention it. Though. Which they are up until a certain age. Is it until yeah. about 10 or something it's, like I that? I think it's until about 7, could, 8. Could be wrong. Because a certain part of the brain doesn't develop. So yeah. they, don't, they don't have that empathetic part of the brain, do you know, like, where one kid will have something and they'll be like, I want that. Oh, yeah, they'll be like, mine, mine, they mine, mine yeah. Whereas as they get older, they'll be like, well, that, that kid's got that, so... 
you can't have it right now. Mm. But you can have it when they finished. You know, that reasoning kind of shit. Yeah. I yeah. remember growing up, I, I was very like that, very selfish and didn't understand and always wanted to be the best and yeah. <clears throat> hated sharing and stuff. And, you know, it's just about, it's about learning, isn't it? And obviously, I had siblings as well. So. Yeah, you had to learn how to share quick, didn't you? Yeah. So I'm going to give you a scenario of how emotional expression can develop in a child pretty much like without them knowing so um as a kid when you look at your parents they're your idols aren't they you look at them for everything you look at them for survival how they act you're like pretty much basing how you know how to act in reality via your parents they are teaching you when this situation arises if i do that you do that whether it be right or wrong, you are looking at them solving problems and yeah. going, oh, that's how you solve that problem. Without, again, just, just, just a, a child's brain, you are a sponge, you inherit it, yeah. surrounded. Like you, you go, like, naturally, like, you realise and you're going to follow their guidance yeah. and shit, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, your parents, who the fuck else are you going to follow? No, of course. So, if, if we have parents who give us an uh, anger response, uh, as in, like, say... You, you make a mistake in the gaff or whatever and they just fucking start bollocking you. You know, without even giving you a second <clears> thought, <throat> just bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Um, and then the child then exhibits the anger. If yeah. they, not, not not in the same interaction, but if they then, I don't know, come back downstairs or whatever and they start exhibiting anger, like might throw the toys. You know, they're trying to like play with a toy yeah, and it's not working. They throw the toys and like that. The parent instantly like, hey, don't don't act like that. You don't you don't act like that. That's that's naughty. Yeah. So the parent who has exhibited anger towards the kid, kids then saw that and then the kids done it, done <laughs> it thinking that's how we, that's how you're meant to act is then getting told that's how you're not meant to act. So then they're just in fucking limbo that they don't know fucking how to act. <laughs> yeah. So, and an, an, another another sort of sentence that like parents would often say is, "Go to your room, come out when you're less angry." Something of that nature. Yeah. So, the anger emotion then attaches itself to guilt and shame because you've been told you're not. That's not how you're meant to act. And then when you exhibit the emotion anger feel guilty you feel shame when you do so because you've been told not to express it yeah so um it creates a teenager slash young adult who finds it really difficult to express anger in a healthy way because they only associate the anger with shame and guilt when they exhibit it in later life and it's often like spoke about if you were to say for instance myself because i've done this more times than i can can count where you just fucking start losing your head and and you're going off the rails or whatever if someone during like an episode of that were were to ask me what are you feeling right now i don't think i'd be able to give you a straight answer no i've been there before. it'd be like it's just it's that it's it's fucking i've been there before and i've asked myself that question yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Why? Why are you so? Why fun? are you so annoyed? Yeah, and I, I'll know why I'm annoyed, but I know the reason why I'm annoyed isn't the reason why I'm this annoyed. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I know it's a build-up of several things that I've not addressed or 
you know, acknowledged and I've let it build up and build up and build up to the point where you like that and then something small will happen. Then bang. And then I'll, and then I'll say something with my chimp or whatever and then the other person might respond with their chimp and then that's it. Yeah. I turn into a fucking gorilla, mate. And it's like World War Two, and I'm, I'm going berserk. Like, not berserk, but I'm like, oh, fucking this, that, this, that. And yeah. Going off on one and then, you know, and then like you said, I'll catch myself and I'll be like, why are you being like this? You're being a dickhead. And then I'll be like, I'll know why. But then I'll be like, but how can I bring myself down? And I'll be like, the only way I can bring myself down is to remove myself from the situation. Yeah, I, I, you know? I, 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 I only realised that I was being a prick sort of before it was like too late, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd take, I'd, 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 fi- I'd fire, fire, fire. And then I'd, I'd like you did, just remove yourself, go and have a little quiet 20 minutes and be like, Fuck, that's a fucking proper prick there. Yeah, but you live and learn. But don't like you? you said, like we said earlier on, though, <clears throat> we, me and you, I don't know about other men, but we're guilty of doing that whole thing where, with with say your partner or whatever, they could be getting to that stage, but we we spot it early doors and we'll be like, it's okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll I catch sh- them try to because we know what it's like what it's like whereas when it's on the other side of the coin mate when you need catching and just being like it's like you know it's like, it's like, like it's okay they it's let okay. you fall don't they it's okay i know the children can be testing don't worry about it like you're allowed to lose your head every now and then and you know even just a little bit of touch do you know what i mean and be like it's okay like well, it's why, that, why, it's why the, don't you go and put the gun it's that empathy in it it's that empathy for how how you're feeling you know or or to go i'll go and take the kids out for 20 minutes once I come to park come on you decompress do you know what I mean but we never have that like I've never had that I know you've never had that and we've been guilty in the past I know that you say it quite a bit and being like I'd never do that but I never do but but that's one thing me and you both always say but because we're very similar and our brains work very similar we 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 are guilty of but we we thinking we, other people should be like that. We use that as not as an excuse, but like we use that as, well, as, as that. yeah. Well, I won't do that, so I'm going to have a go. And yeah. that 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 mindset is, as we've found out, it is very detrimental because yeah. they're not you. You're and, not because them. me and you kind of grew up together for yeah. our teen years, had similar ish kind of shit going on in the background in terms of like couldn't fully be ourselves and suppressed and didn't actually know until we was older how much damage we were doing to ourselves and we kind of went through it together but we kind of always communicated it to each other but like 10, 10 plus years ago mental health weren't really even a thing you know what I mean no it's only really boomed in the last five plus years or whatever with social media and you know where everyone's kind of aware of it and with yeah. COVID and stuff like before that you said if, if, imagine like 10 years ago it was like struggling with mental health you get called something like you know what I mean well they're probably like what the fuck's mental health what do you like, mean you about? start getting called a girl or something do you know what I mean like, <laughs> what are you a girl or something some kind of girl and it, like, but, like now it's okay like do you know what I mean for guys to feel like that and it wasn't for such a long time and you know yeah a lot of our stuff was done on a subconscious level and then we've got outside the fucking petri dish and then realised oh fuck <laughs> this is why I do this, this is yeah. why I act like that. And then 
ultimately maybe for the past I'd say me about five years or so have been trying to rewire my brain yeah and put different fucking wires going into different ports like that one shouldn't be there that one should go there and it's it's a fucking process man it's hard like I, I find when I'm doing that whole rewiring approach that you just said there if I'm doing good I, it's like it's easy for me but yeah. if I'm like it's really weird because I think at the moment I feel like in quite a good place because quite a few few things are like ticking and like I said to you in the past I need to be busy my mind has to be occupied and I need to be you know all this kind of shit and that quite a few things at the minute I'm in a good place with a lot of stuff and I feel quite good but like just before Christmas which is only a month ago I was quite kind of struggling and there's only like two things that was like kind of like keeping me going and making me happy and positive Whereas now I feel quite optimistic and positive about a lot of stuff. And like you said, it's that whole rewiring thing. And like at the moment, I'm responding better to things because I'm in a good place. Yeah. But when you're not in a good place... Yeah, you just default I'm, back to, back to uh, your like, old Like self, you said at the you? start, mate, like about the whole... I know that you counteracted it and it's more about suppression and anxiety. But you can link it back to the depression as well. Like, because if you are feeling quite depressed, because I, I've questioned in the past, like, I've never thought of that I've had depression and I very nearly once tried to ring up about depression um, the doctors and be like I think I need some more tablets whether it's for like depression or anxiety or whatever because I'm, I'm feeling myself I get so worked up all the time and I'm, I've never actually done it you know because of a, you hear bad things about it don't you hear like you do it you feel worse sometimes or you get what? on and you get, can't get off them is that taking the medication <clears throat> yeah and stuff like that and I just thought like I just, I just wanted something to balance me because I'd feel like I'm either up here or down here and there's no in between but there is, it was too inconsistent the flow do you know what I mean but yeah if like if there's something that could balance me but I think I think even you said it before like the bad thing about it is I don't know whether it was you but sure it is like the bad thing about it is that you then struggle to get the highs or yeah, the lows yeah. you're just constantly mellow yeah exactly yeah. do you know what I mean yeah and I, that's I, why I used to love yeah. fucking weed so much and you mentioned that in the start about you can either use it to, to like use the anger to like channel it in some form of sport or whatever but then you, you also said oh you can do it in some form of addiction I think you said at the start well, yeah, you, you can, you can, uh, use it as like a substance. As, like, you can to suppress emotion. You can like numb it with yeah, drugs numb and alcohol. That's what, and that's yeah, what yeah. I used to do with the weed. You like, numbed yourself. Yeah, I just numbed myself to the point where I didn't feel anything, and it was it was like putting on a blaster every night. Like, so I'd, I'd go, I'd get up, go about my day, do my job, come home, eat, clean, and then I'd have like a two-hour, three-hour window, and I'd think, what should I do with this two-three-hour window? And this is obviously before kids. And like now, if I didn't have kids, I'd love to have a two-three-hour window because I just I I do so. Well, I'm just like, do, I'm just doing nothing. Well, not even just nothing. Like focusing on myself, like, I would learn. Like, I'd I just do so much shit. Do you know what I mean? Like I would, and I'd love it. Like now, like because before I had kids, and I used to love cooking and stuff like that. Whereas for a long time with having kids, I, I did feel like I love with it. I just didn't get time to do it. So you end up like going back to like, you know, just quick teas and shit and that. But like recently I've got back into it a bit more, like cooking and stuff and obviously being veggie. Obviously, um been trying to get more into, you know, proper like raw foods and Raw just, foods. But, but just obviously like not processed. And ah, okay, not meat and shit like that. Um sick documentary I've been watching on Netflix at the minute. Um don't know if you've heard of it. It's like it's like an experiment with twins. 
and it's it's fucking mint, mate. Like, so it, it said like, so if they did it on me and you, it wouldn't the results wouldn't be as accurate because we've got different like DNA, yeah, yeah, yeah. and also that. So they've they've done this experiment on a shitload of twins, right, around the world, but they've focused on like four sets of twins, and they make one of them om- omnivore, so they obviously eat meat and shit, and right. Everything. And then the other one's gone plant based. So they'll do the experiment on both of them, you know, to like see how it affects them. And obviously, I'm veggie, so not plant based because I still consume like animals and milk um, and stuff. Yeah, like um, animal produce or whatever, like um, milk, eggs, dairy. I don't, I don't have butter or anything. I'm, I always have plant based butter, I just prefer it. It's no nicer. way. Um, I never had it. it. It's really nice, it spreads sick. Like, so. <clears throat> watching this documentary and it it's it's bad mate like I'm saying to Beth like I think I'm going to try and go plant based like oh really at some point soon yeah because it's just a massive but it was that it was that game changes documentary that made you go veggie and now yeah. this documentary is going to make you go plant based well after game changes I went vegan for a bit I did oh, go did vegan for a little bit yeah because I was, was living with Bill and Leo and I um, oh, so that made it easier like two three months because they weren't plant-based at the time either so like i did it with them and went plant-based with them and yeah it, it was easy in the sense of like because like bill's really good at cooking like i'm good at cooking but he's really like inventive and he'll make all the different shit and again this was pre-kids so we had the time to fuck about and make yeah, loads of mad, yeah. mad shit um and you know like like it's just it's just it's just mad like the stuff um that you and all fucking probably back me up as well man but like just all like the, the dairy shit that you put in your body, like it's, it's well, that just bad for you. That, stuff. Yeah, like the microbiome and stuff like that. And it was saying like the stuff, like saturated fats as well. So mm. obviously like processed shit. Um, so I've just been trying to strip it back. Like literally before I come here as well, like for my tea, I just had like a big fucking bowl of rice, spinach, um, green beans, carrots, sweet corn peas and then just loads of chopped up tofu and then I've got some Nando's fucking sauce and smashed that it sounds pretty fit that's it it was nice um, I'd have been having that for my tea most nights and then if not like uh, bean burritos and stuff because um, like that they broke it down like the, the perfect kind of plate and it was like it was like like beans so like kidney beans and, um, is that your protein in there yeah in there, right? so it was like it was like that and your um lentils and stuff like that which you have quite a lot of and you can smash that in like a nice sauce make it into like a chili or whatever and then you've, you've got your, your rice which is like your whole grain or something I could, could be totally wrong on this and getting it mixed up so like you have that and then um, you have like your salads and shit like that on the side and then you can have like your fatty natural fatty stuff so like your avocados and stuff you just smash it all into a bowl fucking go to town on it mate and that's like your optimal meal perfect mate and I was thinking like it's what I need to start getting back on and I was saying to Beth about, about doing it and going back plant based because I could easily fuck off milk and what just issues like almond milk well or something. It, it, in work I have oat milk anyway because um, yeah with, with coffee it's really high in calories that old though isn't it yeah but if you if you if you training and shit it doesn't really matter does it that's true but I have, I have the oat milk um, in lattes at work and then at home, if I drink tea, I can just have like, I have soya milk. Um, soya milk's like very similar uh, to tea. So is it not got, it not got some sort of estrogen in it, soya milk? Something like that. I've heard something like that. You can so get you like, like romantic. 
Yeah, I've heard that before. But again, if, if, if you're eating good and you're training, then Manta is might turn into pecs. Like, do you know I think they fingers crossed, mate. Yeah. So I was, I was just gonna say. So obviously, on on that, it's it's really good and like, you know, ch- trying to do that and like, and that's the one thing Beth said to me. She was like, well, "What about pizza?" Because you love pizza. pizza. She was like, "You can't have vegan pizza because vegan cheese tastes like fucking balls." Actually, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I probably just." have to bin it off because like the, the one of the main reasons I want to do it as well is because of the health reasons and cutting out the processed and the high saturated fats is that just to try and feel a bit more energized like maybe when like, yeah, you wake yeah. in the morning like, and you're a bit just like, just more just to better yourself and you know and and, and, and like I said like the, the biggest killer to our planet is animal agriculture and cows and farming them and mass populating all the methane off the ships and you know what and the slaughterhouses and all stuff like that and although I'm veggie I'm still consuming like milk and cheese and all that shit, and that's still a part of that, you know, that shit. Yeah, so do you feel so, like you're doing your bit, but you've also got like still one hand in the pot kind of thing? So yeah. you want to go plant based, you'd be like, well, I've yeah, got fuck all to do. I, well, I, I mentioned it once to Bill because he's like vegan and I'm veggie. He said something like, yeah, he's like, you still, he was like, you don't eat them, but you don't mind them all getting fucking like rates and shit like that. <laughs> by the rooster. <laughs> some, some mad shit like that. But. Yeah, it's grim, mate. Like we're show, showing like bits on this episode of slaughterhouses and when like the cows are all being slaughtered, and you don't think as well like inside that cow's stomach there's like shit, like actual shit. And mm. when they're slaughtering them, like the shit's like flying over everywhere, and it could be going all over the chickens that are just in the next thingy, and then oh. the chickens are getting slaughtered and then getting splurted out into chicken nuggets, and it's got cow shit all over it. And, you know, and that's where like a lot of stuff like has like salmonella and like you get food poison and you know and then like there's pigs and then slaughtering pigs and pig shit's going everywhere and like blood and everything and it's going all over it and it's it's mad mate like you was watching watching it and I was just like what the fuck like because I I'm obviously not at me in a good like four or five years yeah you know but yeah rabbit hole rabbit hole <laughs> the troubled rabbit hole strikes again oh, so I've mate. got a, I've got a question for you go on. Which is, can you think of any examples, any at all, small or big, where you've suppressed your emotions and tell us, like, obviously the situation, why you chose to suppress them and what the consequences of doing that were? Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think it's one of them, mate. Like, no one's spoken about it loads of other podcast episodes um particularly Cinderella, which is another good one um big up Cinderella. but yeah it's it is more like big part of it was me suppressing obviously with my dad growing up because he was the only person i had to suppress around and i know i spoke about in other episodes where i could never be myself around him could never be 100 transparent could never like you know just come to him and have a chat ask for advice and that's that's sad really when that's your dad and you know growing up I always felt like my older brother was like my role model and I looked more at him as a father figure that's weird because he was only three years older than me you know any time I was in a pickle or I needed advice career advice or relationship advice and always speak to yourself or my older brother in yeah. that sense you know I never went to my dad and that's because 
I just thought his advice was shit from a young age. You know, even from being like 13, 12. And I was, as well. I was aware if, at that age yeah. not to ask for his advice because I knew he was just a horrible person and his, his values and views was the opposite of mine. You know. And if, if you don't connect with your parents on like some sort of emotional scale, then it can be hard for them when you do open up and ask them a question about a certain topic, it'll be hard for them to, you know, like see it through your eyes. Yeah. And they'd probably like your dad would probably just tell you it's like fuck off and go ask someone else or Yeah. Like it it, it wasn't you wasn't very connected on a sort of high level were you with your with your dad. No, and you, I could only resonate with him by again this is quite not not being manipulative but i knew the only way you could get a conversation out of him would be to speak to him about something he's interested in yeah which is why i i got into darts i don't give a fuck about darts but i knew he liked darts yeah yeah, yeah. so i got into it so i could have something to speak to him about and i, I mentioned it on cinderstella about yourself as an individual and I said, like, you know, that it should have been the adults coming, coming down to, to your us level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing what we're, but me being that age, me being so aware that it was a trouble boy. Shout out to a boys club. Um, <laughs> Can we I was aware. Yeah, plug yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. Plugging ourselves and our own plug. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. But yeah, and then I'd be like, I, I need shit to like speak to this guy about because like I said and one thing and I, I think I mentioned this on Cinderella or whatever don't know whether I did one thing that I always remember that could be like one of the reasons of suppression is this is before everyone had phones and we had the internet at our fingertips do you remember the old magazines you used to have that you'd get in the newspaper on a weekend and have your TV guide in it for the week yeah yeah, yeah. probably only fucking old bookers use now no I remember that I remember I said to him one time, and again, didn't really give a shit, just said it to make a bit of conversation. With him? It might have been like a Thursday, tea time, six o'clock, fucking week is linked on. <laughs> Shout out, Anne. Shout out, Anne. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember when I sat there and I said, Dad, so what time's United on a weekend? Again, just making conversation with the fucking miserable cunt, because that's what you're doing it. Yeah. And he went, got the magazine out of the, we had a, we had a little newspaper rack kind of thing. Nice, filled, nice rack. Filled with the Sun newspapers, because that was his level of intelligence. <laughs> the <sun>. Titties. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he got his massive Cumberland fingers in this newspaper rack. <laughs> we would have about. Got the, new, got the uh, magazine out, the TV planner, and he threw it at me and said, I'm a fucking look myself, dickhead. Like, oh, so I was like, okay. Yeah, I just wanted a conversation with you, you prick. I don't, I like, I don't, I'm not asked about what time they kick off. I'm just, like, just trying to make it so it's not silent in the fucking house. I mate. was just like, okay. Sound. Was like, and that, that was like one of the points. And at that age as well, I was probably about 12 or something. So I was like, okay. So that, that was a, a big part of the suppression. So going forward, if I ever had anything in my mind... Where I think, should I ask this fucking waste man a question here? You just didn't. I'd be like, no, nah, it's fine. I'll just sit in silence. Fuck it. Do you know what I mean? 
because that just felt like the right thing, the way to go. And that, that's and then again, I speak to my brothers instead. And, and then I remember once he said he, he said to me, he was like, "You never, never ever ask me stuff like you know, like between girls or whatever, like how can you never ping me?" And I was just like, "I don't know." Like, and I just thought, I know why. You should have had the new magazine and go fucking find out for yourself. Fucking read my diary out his head. Yeah, your <laughs> 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 <He> diary. <laughs> so yeah, that that. That that's probably a bit of a staple that I can think of of suppression. Like I'm I'm massively suppressed around him all my life. Like that that might have been one of the reasons that made it happen. But I, I remember loads of shit. I remember like our rides to college because he used to work near my college. So on the way to his work, he dropped me off at college. And if I'm being honest, I preferred getting the bus. Yeah. Like when you say I'm 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 going to work um at the same time today, so I dropped her off. I'd be like, fuck. I used to love getting the bus. Which is horrible, right? I mean that that's I, I used to love just putting on the fucking headphones, filling them up with beats, sitting on the bus. And Beth used to get the bus as well, wasn't there? So I used to like sit with each other on the bus. You saying <laughs> How you doing, girl? And stuff like that and flirt when we was like fucking sixteen, seventeen. And um yeah, and then he'd be like driving in, getting in. I'd be like, nah, mate. <laughs> nah, but anyway, I'd drive in with him in, in the car, and again, I'd be back in that situation of like silence. And I'd be like, I'm gonna have to like talk about darts or something. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so, what kebab did you eat last night? <laughs> what, what kebab saying these days? <laughs> or did any nice scrams recently? Like, <laughs> What's the longest piece of dynamite you found in a kebab? <laughs> just asking him shit questions that be just so it wasn't fucking silent. What's your favourite beer? Like all of them. What's your favourite spirit? Like all of them. <laughs> um, so yeah, like for me, um, to answer your question, um, well, suppression and emotions affecting my life. I'd say. Yeah, it affected my life in the sense of I didn't have a good relationship with my dad because of it. Yeah. But I'd, I'd never blame him. Never blame myself. No, because he wasn't doing it on purpose. Is what it is. Do you know what I mean? He, was, he wasn't actively trying to make you feel a certain way. Yeah, so it is what it is. I know that he's got his issues and stuff. And, you know, I know that he's never bothered to work on himself. Like, what, what I have done, I've done counselling, do my own podcast, listen to constant podcasts about bettering myself, yeah, um, improving success, yeah. like um, improving the brain, like listening to podcasts about helping OCD, um, parenting podcasts, like I never yeah. stop, I'm constantly trying to evolve every little, like it, it, myself in every way I possibly can. And just be better. You know, and he's, it's something he's never done. Um, so yeah, just looking through the notes, mate. Um, I think I've got I've got a question for you, I think. No. I think no. it's the same question to be fair. I know it is. It's the same question. Is is there anything else you want to Because I know your legs are twitching like a bitch, mate. I know you need a piss, don't I? I do need a wee, yeah. But I can, I can hold it, it's fine. So is there anything else? On oh your mate, yeah, there's loads. But I'll just say the sort of same question to, that yeah, I asked you. And I'll just answer well, it. Well I'll ask you that question then. Okay. Um, go on. So Ryan. Yes, sir. How is suppression? How is it? How is 
power suppression in auto doom makes yeah, sense. It's... Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's so depressing. It's... It should be. Power suppressing. Oh yeah, it should. Yeah. yeah. All right. Trying to read it properly, that pro then as well. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, how has suppressing your emotions affected your life? And can you, can you give um, us an example? Oh yeah, so many. So when I was a teenager. I suppress, su- suppress, suppress. You can't say suppress. <laughs> you suppress your goddamn motion board. <laughs> I, su- I suppressed every emotion that you could think of, all the way from like happy to fucking upset as fuck. Just kept them all inside, and I wasn't consciously doing it. I wasn't actively in my brain having conversation with myself, going, "That makes me incredibly angry." Yeah. I'm not going to react. It was just sort of done on autopilot and I'd sort of like tell people like you know what's what my situation was like at home and stuff like that and people would be like what the actual fuck and I'd just be like yeah yeah uh, moving on just like you know because like, nothing was going to change no one was coming to save me no one was coming to you know have any form of input that might change my situation so my brain fucking knew that if you know what i mean and just was like you know what we'll just deal with this later you can deal with this in his 20s not now yeah so i feel the suppression of my uh like emotion from an emotional standpoint was a coping mechanism that i adopted pretty much just to get through life and things that happened or didn't happen when i sort of look back on them now i'm like how the fuck did you not react how did you not stand up for yourself how did you not feel like you had some sort of voice to ex- to like, express yourself you, you, like emotions get beaten down yeah beaten down and beaten down and beaten down until you don't have that voice and you're just you're scared and it's like what are you even scared of? What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen to you? Do you know what I mean? But as a kid, you're just petrified of fucking it's, anything. It's rocking the boat, mate, honestly. And I I thought, or at least after the fact, I thought this suppression was a fucking superpower and there were going to be no consequences. But how wrong was I? Yeah. Because I describe it when I eventually like, moved out of the house to flat, like I describe it as if you can imagine a, a baby tiger. Go on. Baby tiger's got a baby tiger cage, but the tiger is going to grow, isn't it? Yeah. Tiger grows, but the cage remains. So the tiger's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and the cage is staying exactly the same size. Yeah. So when is that. Is this you this, inside the house still? Yeah. Before you moved out? Yeah. So when that tiger gets big enough that the cage eventually breaks, or in brackets, I fucking move out, I was just a plethora of wildness when I moved out. Yeah. Because I'd gone from a... I mean, to suppress yourself for all that time. For everything. To the point where you didn't have to anymore, and you could, you could punch a fucking hole through a wall, shit like that, and like, no one can tell you any different. Yeah. So when... I moved out and stuff. My ex-missus moved in with me a short while afterwards. And when situations would arise that I, mainly towards my sort of, um, my, my family, not towards my ex-missus, 
when I wanted to get my point across to basically the, the parties involved, should we say, I would hyperventilate. Yeah. I would shake. I would. Is that due to the suppressing? Yeah, I'd, I'd. You wouldn't know how to deal with that. When, when it's, it's when this, when, I, when my brain got sort of pushed to the limits where it's like I cannot suppress this any longer for you, mate. We need to go. As in, yeah. we need, we need to boil. And obviously, you're older as well, and like you know, you know, no longer that like little boy. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? exactly. So I'd, I'd try and like get, a, get a few words out, and I'd just be breathing rapid, and like, my body would shake, and I just. I didn't fucking know how to express myself in, in in that situation. It wasn't really. I wasn't wasn't trying to get angry. I was just trying to talk. I was just trying to explain why I felt this certain situation was wrong or that was a bit that could have done better or whatever. I couldn't fucking do it. And then when I did move in with my now ex ex partner when I was like nineteen twenty, the slightest bit of inconvenience to me, I would just run around the house like a fucking maniac smashing doors hitting walls and just like pretty much like i don't know if you could i don't know if there's a better word than fucking growling <laughs> yeah. like you know like just just shouting but like not making no words just screaming to, ah! to, yeah 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 exactly like some sort of wildebeest mate and i just fully didn't know how to express negative emotions in the correct manner so what would your advice be now absolutely scrap that got a good question for you okay if you could pick up your phone now and ring 13 year old Ryan and have a conversation with him what would you tell him fucking hell I'd, I'd, that is good podcast question that's a that. great question um, so if I rang him up I'd, he'd be like Hello. <laughs> Do you go, all right, meatball lad? <laughs> <laughs> you all little right, wanker. You little wanker. <laughs> I'd be like, mate, you you need to strap yourself in because yeah. the cards you're getting dealt, mate, they're not going to get any better. You think it was bad when you were seven? Like, it's probably going to get just as bad. So, firstly, things are going to happen that are going to make you really, really angry. You need to find a way that when that happens, you can express them in... Do you think, going back in time, you could have done anything no. different? No. I don't think I could have done anything differently. Do you think I think, do you think if you was perhaps naughtier and rebelled more, that might have worked in your favour? But because you, you potentially. suppressed and you was a good boy... Potentially, because then I would have got... You got walked over because you was easy. You was an easy kid to be like, is a pussy, who wants to say shit... I bollock him. Like, if he has a little drink, I bollock him. Uh, do you know what I mean? Whereas if you was a bit of a troubled boy, and he was a bit, <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously, yeah. and you was a bit of a like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm fucking done. I'm moving in. I'm at grandma's. Fuck you. Gone. Yeah. And then it was like, then you had a little, you know, fucking come here, you little fucker, and all stuff like that. And then you was just like, happens again, I'm going. I'm not putting up with this shit. And it, do you reckon that might have made your... Dad can look at it differently and you differently and again. But anyway, we'll, sorry, we'll never know. But no, of course, to, going to, back to, to answer it, your yeah. question, yes, I think it would have not helped, but I think it would have. I would have got the attention yeah. of, of, of everybody, well, like because you were such an easy child. I was, mate. I was a target, mate. An yeah. Easy target to manipulate and. 
push under the carpet to just it'll be fine like like it'll deal with it deal with it deal with it but if I'm still on the phone to 13 year old fucking like <laughs> I'd oh god I just I tell him that like being mentally strong and stuff like that isn't enough it's not gonna be enough you're gonna need to I don't know man delve into some fucking mad because back then as well like podcasts weren't around as much no. then and all this mental health stuff like that we said before because we're talking a good 15 years ago so in in because my, my, my original question was going to be what would you say to any listeners out there and who are going through similar but i thought before we asked that question what would you what would i do what would you what, well what would you tell yourself and i know obviously it's a different time back then but like what 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 would you tell yourself? Because I don't know what I'd tell myself. Because as a kid, you are a bit like imprisoned, mm. and you can't just like you said, fuck off out for a boot for three hours, and put your headphones on. And yeah, you can't do that. Do you know what I mean? And like you know, I suppose like because like like you said, with your parents at the end of the day, they're taking care of you. You can't just be like, fuck these guys. Like, do you know what I mean? And I'm just gonna sit in my room and play PlayStation and um, neglectures and fucking treat you how you treat me because at the end of the day they're your parents and they're like we're not well, up with this I'll tell you what I would say is that if you get a gut feeling that something is obviously wrong or that well that feels a bit nah feels a bit wrong that doesn't quite feel right like say say it don't just sort of like return to your room and just go. I disagree with that, but hey, I, I'm not going to say fuck all because I don't want to rock that. So who would you have said it to? Your dad. I would have said it to me. I would have said it to 13 year old me. But yeah. if if you go back upstairs and you're like, that's really wrong. I shouldn't have to do that. But I don't want to rock the boat because it's a lot. It's really hard for a kid to have to take make that decision to be like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull them on that and I'm gonna speak to them. Yeah, no. Because as a kid you're not equipped with the tools to even have that level of intelligence in a conversation. Oh, no, and, like, that, and that got exploited. That, exactly. that My lack of intelligence from that perspective was um, exploited. Because going back now, if you could have been sat in the background of all this, you'd intervene and you'd be like, hold on, not be very fair to this 13-year-old here. Like, why, why are you not doing X, Y, and Z? Why is he sit upstairs... Why everyone's down? Do you know all these little things? And do you know what I mean? But it, like yeah, be like you know, you've ever seen Click? You know where yeah, he, go, yeah. he goes through like memories with uh, his mate Mort, yeah, or Marty or whatever he's called, the guy who gives him the remote. Yeah, yeah. I'd fucking love that to happen, <laughs> or I'd love to, to be able to like take maybe fucking like my dad, for instance, to just situations to be like, tell me what you think about that now. Yeah, tell me what you think about this, like. And stuff like that, and obviously that's it's, never it's just so that's never going it? to be able to happen. But like just just in, in general, it's different. Like not not to go into it all. So I I always remember one in, in incident when we must have met up after college, and I come back to yours view. Can't remember what he's doing. Whether he's just going to get his bag or whatever, and he was going to stay at mine. Can't remember. But I remember walking into your hallway, and your like exam results must have come through the door or whatever. Oh really? And your dad had read them. And I think you, you failed something. I can't remember what it was. Maths. can't remember what it was, but anyway. Well, that's what I failed. <laughs> I was in the hallway, and your dad had been like, I had, in and out, like, 
and then you've been like wait there one sec and I stood in the hallway in the living room like there and I just heard him fucking hurdle of you saying you're a little mad at you and I was just stood there like thinking fuck what the fuck do I do I remember then you just came out and you was like let's go we just didn't speak about it and I was like that's mad do you know what I mean but like now you wouldn't you wouldn't handle a situation like that you wouldn't bollock a kid because they've not passed a fucking GCSE you'd be like but but in the same breath it's like I I don't know it's all different different parenting but I'm never going to let my kids fucking go to college and not 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 put my arm around them and be like do you need an arm or anything can I help with anything yeah can I be of assistance is there anything we can do to you know if you're failing with that and you're struggling with this like how can we improve it or you know and then when 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 they fucking fail I'm going to be like you shit fucking prick like screaming <laughs> in the face do you know what I mean it, parenting's changed man so it's hard for us to understand pa- like, parenting has changed going back to what we were saying earlier about me and you always going oh yeah but I wouldn't do that and it's like yeah but that's, that's, that's not them and that's, same a, that's the wrong then. mindset to have that, that, that yeah. I wouldn't do that mentality and just as a final little because you, you asked me what I could hopefully tell the TBC members to do if they find themselves oppressing and there's a little like sentence that says the body expresses what the brain suppresses which is I think is pretty sick right yeah and suppressing emotions isn't the way to go because you are loading up your volcano priming it for fucking eruption and it, it could go off at like the worst time imaginable so I don't I, I, we don't have the answers mate all all I say the reason why I want to talk about this um, specifically is because I want people to hear our examples learn from it and know the sort of consequences if you do suppress and you let your emotions get the better of you they can destroy yeah you 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 can lose your marriage yeah yeah it's it's destructive best friend like you know you could you anything could happen yeah but you know if you nip it in the bud early you don't suppress and you have these conversations straight up and be like you know it it, it, just be open and be like i'm i'm struggling with this situation yeah i did it with my partner a while ago opened up to her and said i'm really struggling with x y and z broke it down to her and you know it, it took a while because her initial response was definitely a chimp reaction. <laughs> yeah. Instead of logically understanding that I'm coming to her opening up about stuff. But we've been on that journey since and, you know, it, it's got better. And that's that's all you can really want. Constant communication, self-reflection. Um, and yeah, you, you can't ever just have an issue as well and go to someone and be like, X, Y, and Z. Like, I think you have to do put in the work as well, you know, yeah. and understand. And so, what me and you do with the podcast, and yeah. we said that in episode one, mate. We're aware of our flaws and we know where we go wrong, you know. Uh, like we said, um, we said it a while ago. Like counselling therapy isn't available to everyone. Um, sometimes no. you know you might not be able but, to afford it. But or... I think I think though, just being aware that you actively want to change how you handle. Yeah, certain situations is like three quarters of the battle. It's it's the people that don't acknowledge it and continue in those same destructive yeah. patterns. Some people are just ignorant to shit, man. Like you yeah, know, like we said about certain individual, like you know, you hold that mirror up to them and see 
exactly what they are. That, you know, that, that thing you sent me, that, that meme, um, not meme, video. I'll send you loads. No, but the, the particular one about when you someone gets told something about themselves and they really don't like it. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, it's, it's all and, about, and, and, it's all about it's, them. And it's the very narcissistic traits and it's impossible for an individual. I was, I was speaking to... Yeah, it's all about their When I was in counselling, I was speaking it? Yeah. about this particular topic and, you know... It's it's it is horrible when when some people are like that you can't deal with them you might as well cut them out it's yeah like, it's like a cancer yeah essentially because they're never going to be intelligent enough to understand that they've made no nothing to get acknowledged yeah. which happens to me all the time like my partner or someone can say to me like x y and z that you've done and I'll, I'll see it from both sides and i'll understand i go i'm really sorry that you know you felt like that and if, if i made you feel like i'm really really sorry and you know what 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 can I do to improve that? That's the first thing I'll always say. What can I do to change that? If I'm making you feel that type of way, mainly to my partner, you know, but like if I'm making you feel like that, how can I change that? Yeah. And you know, and self reflection is an amazing thing. And it is, you mate. can better yourself. Like, but if, if you're just ignorant and disagree with everything, like, no, I didn't do that. I'm not doing that. You're just a yeah. cunt. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, yeah. Last but not least, mate. Who are you drinking, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even worth doing this anymore, mate. Until until we get a sponsor, a sponsor, which I'm working on in the background. <gasps> um, yeah, that'd be sick if slash when that happens. Definitely working on something in the background to bring to everyone soon, which will be sick. But yeah, today, um, as you mentioned, actually we need to quickly. Oh shit, we're at an hour ten. That's long, but. Um, yeah, you said you was going dry jam. <laughs> okay. Which is bollocks because, and it's actually funny because when I was editing the episode for last week on, what's the episode last week? I need a bro. I need a bro. Oh, yeah, that was it. Oh my God, you so, suck. When I was editing the episode and you said you were doing dry jam, <laughs> yeah. I asked you a question and I said, what, yeah. what are you going to do when you go to the pub with your dad? And you went, <laughs> probably drink Guinness, not point not not percent. And I went, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Guinness don't count as a beer because it's a meal. Guinness don't count as a beer because it's a meal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you then texted me like about four or five days later. Yeah, was like, I'm fucked. I'm steaming. <laughs> went pub with me dad and got smashed. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking. Ned Flanders couldn't they? I know it was on, on instinct right my dad went to the bar and ordered himself a Carlin top and me a Guinness and I come back to the table and I was like was that not 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 <laughs> no, I, no. I, was, I was like you know what cheers dad like he made the decision for me so like, I'd had the kids for longer than I anticipated that Sunday so yeah, I've done dry and, jam until this thingy but anyway to answer who we drinking just got just gone from the old Camden Hell's Lager Camden's Town Brewery 4.6% Solid, mate, but I, I do prefer the payoff. No, I do. They didn't have it in. I would have got it. Of it um, yeah, shout out Jimmy as well, because I know he loves this bit when I always say Tesco's, what shit beers. Oh, yeah, but again, <laughs> the thing I'm working on in the background, but as I always say, I'm such a fucking busy member, I'm struggling to get time to do it. Still not even fucking sorted the t shirt shit out. I know, I know. I think we should prioritise one, one, one of them. Yeah. And go all in on one instead of having. Marginal gains, mate. 
There you go. That's what we need to do. But yeah, no, the thing I'm working in the background will hopefully give us new beers every week of different varieties, different hops, different oh, so many hops. Lightness oh mixed. god. So yeah, That's such a turn off. Something to fucking work towards, mate. But on that note, TBC out. Peace.